Welcome to Chapter Chumps. We are your chumps, here to talk some chapters. Today, we're going to be talking about chapters four and five from The Fellowship of the Ring, A Shortcut to Mushrooms, and A Conspiracy Unmasked. Um, it's kind of surprisingly, or, you know, maybe not totally, but I was a little surprised that... Um, we did not have as much to read this week. I was grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Same, I, I, I was very happy. Yeah, this was about half the length of uh, what we read last week, I'd say. So, um, yeah, got, uh, got some, some light, breezy chapters in, comparatively. And um, I'm looking forward to talking about them today. So, yeah. Yeah, a uh, a shortcut to mushrooms. We're still in the Shire. We are still in the Shire. Yeah, in my copy, um, where I'm like 120 pages in, still in the Shire. Yep. In my copy, uh, where in my copy we've left the Shire. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody read, read a little far ahead. Yeah. No, no, uh, it happens yeah. in this chapter. It's just, just strange. I'm at, uh, yeah. I'm at 135. And uh, good news, I'm just looking ahead a little bit. It looks like we only have 30 pages for next time as well. At least. So a li even a little bit less than this one, I think. Gotcha. Okay. It's funny because last week, I forget who mentioned it. I think it was Josh maybe. He was like, oh, I hope the chapters will get shorter. I'm like, no way. After that shit? After those two <laughs> chapters, you think they're going to get shorter? But, um, hey. Wow. You got some milk on your face. I, I'm like a little hobbit, you know? I'm always, always cramming things into my hobbit hole, and now I got egg all over my uh, face. Oh, you're cramming some egg into your hobbit hole, and now it, yep. it, the egg has cracked, and you got yolk just streaking down your face. Now look at me, just you now. covered in yolk, yolk face, you know? Yeah, that's what they call you. Uh, uh, the local yokel. That's what they call you in the Shire. Yeah. <laughs> that that's my nickname, like Fatty Bolger. Yeah, that's good. You're local yokel. <laughs> I'm yo yeah, a local yokel. Okay, I like it. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of like, um, a lot of you know more more Hobbit like descriptions and yep. and geography and even just like the people who who occupy the Shire and the surrounding areas. I th Josh is definitely right to bring up, like, isn't it funny that we're still in the Shire? And it's like, you know, on the one hand, like, narratively, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny that we're still there, but um, I guess I like how much thought is put into it. Like, Tolkien's going over so many of the the areas, talking about even when they, like, go over the Brandywine River or whatever, like, to the other side, like, they're, I think they're like technically what? They're like not in the Shire. They're it's they're like, like a Shire the like colony. Yeah, or... so yeah, yep, exactly. It's a colony off of the Shire, I guess. Right, off of the like, Shire proper. And it really like that that scene. We'll get to it, but like that scene where um Mary and Pippin and Frodo they come out of the forest, and all of a sudden they're like um they're at. Uh, Mr. Maggot's like mushroom farm like that feeling of like not really knowing where you are and stumbling through the woods and coming out and like you're on yeah. someone's property like 
That made me think of us, like, fucking around in the woods. Yes, exactly. Yeah. How many times you know? has, has that happened? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was so there, and and then there. see, you know, seeing a guy with a shotgun off in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did happen. It did happen. I don't remember that. It's so funny. It's so funny because you would think we, like, you you tell that story and it's like, did we grow up in, like, yeah. bumfuck nowhere? I but know. it's like, we were just in, like, just suburbia. New York. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Suburbia. But, um. I don't remember but the shotgun it's, it's story. The truth. That must have been just you guys. Yeah. It's um, it's the truth. I remember at the end of that, that bike yeah. path. We were, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, is that the end of the bike path? I've only been to, I think I only went to the very end, like maybe a half dozen times in my life. Yeah, and, and it was even, it wasn't, it's when it was still like under construction. So like when we went to yeah. like the end, like it wasn't even like marked or no, like it wasn't yeah, done we, yet. Yeah. It just, it just ended in a, in a bush. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we kept going. That was the yeah. thing. And then it's like all those private property, like do not cross signs exactly. and shit. But yeah, you know. Um, I was gonna say, oh yeah, but this farmer they they came in from. I would not want anything from a farmer maggot. That just sounds like a terrible <laughs> name for someone who makes produce. Hey, yeah, maybe one day, Connor, you and I will go return to that area <laughs> and we'll actually become you know good good friends and allies with that with that guy <laughs> it's true and he'll, give, and he'll give you mushrooms he'll give us it's mushrooms. true it's true of course that that yeah. area is probably now like a neighborhood yeah it's probably so. yeah very very well could be it would be funny to go back there i mean like we know exactly how to get there we could just very easily get there it's, i wonder yeah. still my house is still on the bike path yeah it is yeah it's just a different section of it now but uh but yeah anyways i I guess like like those kind of like sensory memories and the way that tolkien describes it i felt like there was like a very like vivid sense of place and so like there definitely are times where i feel like um tolkien's like explaining the landscape and it can feel a little tedious or dull but like there were also moments like that where i was like or i don't know like when he describes like the rain like falling through the they're in the woods and they he's describing the wood the rain falling through the trees and like you can hear it like hit the leaves and all that like you know details like that make me really think like yeah. i can i can picture that like i've been in moments like that yeah. and um i i appreciated that writing here so uh yeah so we're still in the shire we're still in the shire i'm i'm happy though you know it's um, i'm i'm I, I am happy with how kind of vivid um the the painting is being uh laid out for us but i'm also happy that we're just taking time taking it slow because there's three freaking books you know yeah. where we should not be in a rush to leave the shire so i'm i, yeah. I i'm happy that that uh, so far the pace has been kind of um you know i mean it, it hasn't been too slow but but it's it's you know enough to kind of get your bearings and kind of figure out what what's going on in this world before we dive head first into the adventure yeah yeah that's true it, it sort of establishes like you know okay if they're gonna go on this dangerous adventure then what does safety look like yeah. to them you know what's what's normalcy for them before you have to like yeah. fight mm-hmm. black riders and, and orcs and shit so cows yeah you said what is normal and that made me think of Hitch- the hitchhiker's movie what's home oh. what is normal what are cows? I don't, I don't remember that part, but I'll take your it's, word for it. It's right after they get turned into balls of yarn. Oh, gotcha. They they hit nice. the improbability drive. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that movie had my favorite couch gag since The Simpsons. 
<laughs> okay. That, um, thanks. Let's uh, let's talk about the Fellowship of the Ring. If you want to hear uh, us talk more about that movie, <laughs> yes, yeah, totally. Plug away. There's. I, I don't remember what episode it is, but we we covered the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I don't remember how we're giving access to that now. I, I'm sure it's it's on the Patreon by now because if we put out like an episode each week, anyways, we should be done with the first book, and then you know, I'm sure it's yeah. there, right, Connor? Yeah. I'm sure it's there. Yep, the series is ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. So we we talked about this. It's just funny because you kind of had like a smile and like a look in your eyes where like maybe you haven't been doing anything or, or updating it. No, no, or... I'm just saying the series is ongoing. The Patreon gotcha. series right. is ongoing. So if you, I mean, to be honest with you, they have to subscribe to find out. Right. Yeah. It's kind of the, like the mystery box. Yes. There's a lot. There's a lot of good box, stuff there, box. but we can't tell you exactly what is there right, right. now until you pay. You gotta pay. We yeah. also recorded it like a year ago, so I have no I have no memory of what's actually in it. <laughs> you have a better memory of, of, of what's in it than we do. I was just saying Maybe. we recorded the movie after we finished the first book. But anyway, we're here to talk about Fellowship of the Ring. Not I, 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 I have no, no idea, you know, no memory of the cow line from the movie. <laughs> you know? Oh well that so, so that means you that's just, just one of the ones that stuck out in my head because I like quote the movie a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I sing along to the song "Thanks for All the Fish" every now and then, and uh, the other line that really gets me is the uh, the bit with Zephod and the the thinking cap that's run off lemon runs off lemons, and uh, Arthur asks Ford, "Go with the hunch of a man whose brain is fueled by lemons." <laughs> that one always gets me. It's a good one. So. It is. So this has That's been a little teaser. This has been a little bit of a teaser, folks, for our uh, our exclusive Patreon content. Yeah. Patreon.com yeah, slash talk about our lives. That, that, that part's not interesting, though. <laughs> that's, all, that's all there. It's all there I for them it's to the part. Best part. I think it's the best part, to be honest. Okay, so chapter four, a shortcut to mushrooms. Um... So Frodo and Sam and Pippin wake up in like that forest clearing and they're like, man, what a crazy night partying with those elves. And they have all this uh, food and drink that was left for them. They have uh, breakfast together and then um, they continue on their way. And there's kind of a debate about what they should do at first. Mary's like, hey, we should like um, stay on the road because it'll be faster. And Frodo's like, we should take a shortcut through the woods because I'm worried about like mysterious black roped people who are going to like capture us and maybe murder us. And like those those two ideas seem like they're like equal for debate for a moment there. But Frodo. Um, convinces them to, to go so they continue through and the shortcut kind of sucks but then like they turn around and they see you know sure enough the black rider is at the the top of the ledge hey nova and um so they're like okay so we made the right choice we don't want to be on the road right now so they continue through the woods you know uh tolkien kind of gives us more information on you know the lay of the land what they do to pass the time singing eating um the weather yep but then during this rest they hear like this horrible 
otherworldly shriek of evil. And everyone's like, what the fuck was that? And then they hear another one somewhere else from a, from, from a different place. And so Frodo's like, oh, they're like signaling to each other. Um, and it sounds bad. So they, they you know, don't really have a choice but to continue on, though, of course. So they do. They come upon a Farmer Maggot's farm. Frodo has some history with them where he got caught stealing mushrooms and <laughs> he sicked his dogs on him. But that's all ancient history. They're fine. Um, and then the Farmer Maggot actually turns out to be, like, a really cool dude. And... Friends um, yeah, friends with Pippin, um, helps out the gang, kind of realizes that they, they seem to be in some sort of trouble, and also, like, spoke with the Black Rider, so we kind of, like, get that whole thing. So he knows something is up, he helps them, brings them to the, uh, the ferry, um, because that's how they're going to get to Frodo's home, they have to, like, go across this, this river, and, and so when they get there, they hear these horse hooves, and they're like, oh my gosh, uh, it's the Black Rider. But then it turns out it's Mary. Mary's back. And he's like, hey, what took you so long? And then they they continue on their way from there. So that's that's where our chapter ends, and then we pick it back up in chapter 5. Um, so yeah, mostly this is about them just traveling from point A to point B, you know, under you threat just, You of just the described Rider. the entire fucking book from here on out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's the entire story. Get, get to point A, for point A, which is the Shire, to point B, which is Mount Doom. All right, let's Supposed let's pack it up, folks. Yep. Yeah. Let's go home. Roll the credits. <laughs> no, but what did you think bringing another rope's gonna make you play for? Yeah. Uh, is your ear okay? Connor, did you yeah. uh, read this today like I did? I did. Yeah, I I, I read it at work today, so I I, I was very um, relieved to find out that it was on the shorter side. So, you know, I, I, I got through it. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, like, like you, I I definitely felt, uh, connected to them kind of trudging through the forest like that. Um, I enjoyed how surprisingly friendly and, and, uh, charming, uh, Mr. Maggot was, and in the hospitality him and Mrs. Maggot showed, <laughs> it was very sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you imagine marrying a guy and having your name changed to Mrs. Maggot? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a choice, as they say. That's a choice. <laughs> um, and oh yeah, I mean the uh, the big thing for me was the suspense building up at the end. You know, you're like, oh fuck the. The Black Riders got them. They're toast, yeah. and it's 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 Mary, which is a guy I don't know, but um, yeah, he's mentioned before. Yeah, he was mentioned before. I know, but uh, but so so that's like a I, I just thought that was like a classic like Scooby Doo fake out moment, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like there's the the bad guys creeping up on the gang, and then they and, and they turn maybe, around uh, and they're like, oh, it's just it's it's just Barry the janitor or something. Yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, in the uh, Fellowship movie. Not the the Baskin Robbins, fuck whatever the the animated movie. Baskin Robbins, yeah, the Baskin Robbins ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary's voiced by the same Rankin guy and who Bass. Played, yeah, Rank, thank you, Rankin the Bass. Maybe uh, Mary's voiced by the same guy who did Bard in The Hobbit. 
Oh yeah, you know, the guy, yeah. The guy who was Scooby, yeah, like, the, the Scooby Doo background character has, has all of those yeah. Scooby Doo credits. Yeah, that would be perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it was a fun chapter. Um, I I I like kind of the tension growing with with what's following them, and you know, uh, the, like that. Even you know, now it's two people that have been visited by this black writer, yeah, uh, and questioned about Mister Baggins. Yeah, that the party has encountered. Yes, they could be asking more for could, all we know. Yes, could be. So, um, it, it it just it just gets deeper and deeper. Yeah, I'll definitely want to talk more about the conversation that um, Maggot and the Black Rider had, especially because um, you know last week we were we were kind of saying like. Oh, like can they actually talk, or yeah. was it someone else? Or and this chapter, of course, makes it pretty clear um, they do speak, and it's actually like really unsettling. Yeah, like, it's you know? not. Yeah. It's not like a. They're they're not like a conversationalist. It it's yeah yeah it's it's it's, like, it's very creepy. Yeah, like like where's Baggins? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's these right. It's like half sentences like yeah right right exactly exactly it's these like really short sentences like they don't it's almost like they're uh you know not robots or whatever but like they only have one goal in mind you know they're not they're not there for like pleasantries it's either like you're gonna give us this one very specific piece of information or like you know you might or maybe it could be bad if you don't so you might lose an appendage of some sort yeah um, so yeah, I, uh, I liked, I like that. And I especially, you know, I thought it was interesting to, I guess to like still to have other characters who are like coming face to face with them. Um, because we get a little more information about them and like learn a little bit more about what they're like. But then of course, like, um, uh, it's, it kind of keeps them at arm's length, I guess. You know, like, they're still very mysterious. You're kind of meeting them in, like, this removed fashion. Um, so there's just a lot of mystery surrounding them. And I, I kind of like that we keep meeting people who have met them. But, like, you know, the characters that we are following are, like, trying to avoid them. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't actually seen them beyond, like, a couple quick descriptions where they are apparently very fond of sniffing the ground. Yeah. In like while being on like all fours in a really creepy way, <laughs> yes. And I, I do want to know. I did note uh, at the beginning of the chapter, Pippin's the only one who's really asking about that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, Pippin's kind of like the voice of the reader, I think, except for the part where he wants all the bread. Um, and my note specifically says Pippin wants all the bread and thinks the sniffing is just as weird as as uh, us. He kind of says all the shit that Frodo doesn't want to talk about, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Sam is like, Sam knows that Frodo doesn't want to talk about it, so he's like, oh, okay, I'll just keep it on the (laughs) hospital. And then Pippin has to open his big fat mouth and... Yeah. Yep. Kind of like me and my brothers. I'll think something and realize it's not a good thing to say out loud, and then my brothers will just blurt it out. Just both of them, or, or which one is more Pippin? Um, I which one is Teddy Sam? Be... Which one is Pippin? Hmm. My youngest brother would be Sam. Yeah. It, it, Ted would be both of them, honestly. <laughs> it's hard to think of 
my the middle child as a any of the hobbits. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, no, it's just that's. I think that's the only mention of the sniffing is when uh, Pippet's asking Frodo if he asked the elves about it. Uh, oh, maybe maybe they brought it up when they reunited with Mary later on. But that was just like, what is going on with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I don't know a, if anyone. I don't know if we'll get an answer ever. But it's it's just a weird, creepy detail that keeps coming up. Yeah, and I think that's really exactly why it's there because like yeah. it is so strange and unsettling, and it's like you know it just makes you realize that, um, or like it kind of gives you this feeling that whatever's pursuing them, they're not human. You know, like they look like they are, and they they wear clothes, and they ride horses, and like they talk. You know, like when they interact with a hobbit, like people carry on a conversation, like they think they're talking to a person, you know, but um, there's like this aspect about them. Yeah. They're, it's more primal, you know, it's, um, it's not normal for them to be doing that. So you're like, yeah, what is the deal? Um, Yeah. They're, uh, they're, and they, they definitely continue to be really tense. I like that. uh, Maggot mentions that like they even offered him gold. You know, things like th- like things like that. Like, you know what they kind of make me think of? If you've ever read um, like stupid, creepy Internet stories about like skinwalkers and stuff where like they'll like, like pretend to be people. Creepypasta. And... Yeah, I just didn't want to okay. say I just didn't actually want to say that term because <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> but that is what I mean. Yeah. Um, yep. And like they kind of make me feel like that or they're reminiscent of that to me that idea where it's like they're just close enough to being a person where like they can kind of skate by but like you the reader realize like something's really wrong here you know Mm. and that's that's kind of what like lends to that that aura of like um you know them being threatening and and freaky yeah you're absolutely right i um I remember today, actually, while I was reading that uh, there is a we- uh, a Weezer demo from the 90s called The Black Rider. Oh, yeah? I wonder if Rivers is a... I mean, of course Rivers is... Rivers Cuomo is a Lord of the Rings stan, right? Yeah. Of course yeah. he is. Yeah. No doubt about it. I would it. say so. I would say so. I mean, counterpoint, Black Rider or Black Knight has been a staple in mythology and storytelling for centuries yeah but have you seen rivers cuomo no well if you see a picture of him you will know (laughs) you will know what i'm talking about yeah you could even go on on twitter and look at all the the tweets (laughs) that i'm posting that no one likes or cares about (laughs) go to the chapter jumps twitter account and you'll see a picture of him dressed as an elf and you'll know what we're talking about so uh, but yeah, the the Josh, I think you're right. Like the idea of the Black Riders, right, is like kind of that like general idea. But I do feel like specifically, especially if it's a Weezer song, definitely referencing Lord of the Rings. Um, okay. Yeah. So funny either way, but yeah. Okay. Um, what else? I, I know that like I, I don't think that these chapters were as intensive as before. But is there anything you want to like jump to or mention, Josh? Um. I noticed at the beginning of the chapter again, uh, where's the actual quote? The merry voice of Pippin came to him. He was running on the green and the turf and singing. My only note there is, does Mary have a Pippin voice? 
<laughs> yeah, the merry voice of Pippin. Um, we also get a good... Uh, also, when they're talking over breakfast after the elves, um, uh, uh, we, we get a good... I, I think it's a good snapshot of Sam's character. Um, my, my actual note is probably not that helpful. I, I don't think I'm taking helpful notes anymore, but I, I, I basically wrote... Sam Ganji, uh, loyal to a fault or just a puppy in Hobbit form. Still don't know why he's like this, but accepting it, accepting it as his character, uh, this is a perfect little showcase of him. Hmm. Uh, being the part, the part being uh, uh, when Sam is all like, "If you don't come back, sir, then I shan't. That's certain." Uh, don't you leave him? They said to me, "Leave him." I said. I never mean to. I'm going back with him. If he climbs to the moon, and if I, any of those black riders try to stop him, they'll have Sam Gamgee to reckon with. Right. I said. They laughed. Who are they? And what are, what are you talking about? The elves, sir. Yeah. That, yeah. That Sam thing. has a lot of good moments like that. And then I think Connor even kind of touched on one where, um, or maybe it was you, Josh. I forget now. But it was, um, <laughs> it was, um, Pippin was going to eat all the bread while Frodo was asleep. And yep. Sam insisted that, um, some was saved for for Frodo. Right. So Sam is always thinking about Frodo. All the time. That's a good point. Yeah, when I, I like did mention dog. the bread. A little weird. <laughs> I yeah. did mention the bread, but just because Pippin wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there's... They, they do a lot to show... I mean, like, we get more of that in Chapter 5. We'll talk more about that in Chapter 5, too. Like, Sam's Sam's role in, like, yeah. his protectiveness and, yeah, and caretaking another, of Frodo. Another thing that I... That popped out at me too. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we I, I do like their dynamic. Um, it is kind of funny because yeah, it's like Sam. Sam is like always trying to be like comforting and pleasing for Frodo and like Pippin. Pippin and Frodo and Mary is the idea that they're all cousins. By the way, I think they mentioned that. I think they're cousins. I think so. Um. But, you know, they they have, like, a more, um, uh... I, I don't have any their, memory their of relationship called cousins, but I could be wrong. I think in Chapter 5, I'll, I'll try and find the line when we get there, but I think they mention it, and I think it's been mentioned before, just in passing, but I think they're actually cousins. Frodo, Pippi, Pippin, and Mary. Frodo and Pippin. Um, yeah, Pippi, <laughs> yeah, Pippi and Marin. Um, <laughs> but uh but anyways like like pippin and frodo they're a little more like they butt heads more you know like they have that like um there's sort of like that aggression in their like camaraderie very mm -hmm. reminiscent of you know kind of growing up together mm -hmm. and having like that history so it, it's kind of funny to see that crop up in their their yeah. interactions um, we wouldn't know about that yeah i mean we we, we wouldn't know anything about that, like that's, yeah, this that's not <laughs> anything we yeah, have if, any. If anything, I guess we are the the Frodo and and Pippin, you know. I suppose so. Turns out that it was us all along. <laughs> um, there is actually to to continue with the Sam's character mm -hmm. theme. Um, one thing I noted was when they meet with uh, Farmer Maggot. Uh, Sam sipped his beer suspiciously. He had a natural mistrust of the inhabitants of other parts of the Shire, and also he was not disposed to be quick friends with anyone who had beaten his master however long ago. 
I get the mm-hmm. second half, but the first half, um, a natural mistrust for of the inhabitants of other parts of the Shire, it seemed like an odd trait to me. For Sam specifically, and kind of any other hobbit in general. I mean, I, I understand if they're mistrusting of of uh, like outsiders, like the bigger folk, but mistrusting other hobbits, the the you know the, those who there are family mistrust that I understand, mm-hmm. but like just generally like oh they live over there. Well, that's mistrust. That, that was that said in odd. in uh, like the history part. Like you know some some hobbits don't really consider them hobbits even though they are like even though they're they're very close relate you know relation to them in in species like when i i I think there was a part that says like uh some people are kind of a little bit prejudiced against people living on the edge of the shire Hmm. yeah maybe i I just forgot about about that when i was reading but it it did seem a little odd especially for sam because he's the very like trusting puppy person yeah yeah that's so, that's true it, it just seemed that that it just caught me off guard when i was reading that yeah i mean is i think his puppiness comes more from like his loyal his like bizarre oh, yeah. loyalty to frodo and i i think it's kind of like this i think with sam it's sort of like this almost like sheltered small town sort of vibe that he has you know where um there's there's like a really strong like pride from where you're from that like also kind of morphs into like um you know just thinking that like people not where for you from are like lesser than um yes yeah not to say that's all like oh that's like the subtext if you look closer i'm just kind of reading into it but like um I, I guess I kind of get, like, that idea that, like, we already see that the Shire is segmented into, like, the East Farthing and West this and that, you know? Like, Tolkien's described all the different areas of the Shire, and so I can kind of see, like, um, you know, m- more than just, like, preferences for where you're from, but but also, like, that kind of, like, uh, catty, you know, suburban white picket fence, like, what about those fuckers over there kind of thing, yeah. you know? I think there's a bit of that. It's like how we felt okay. about people from Half Moon. <laughs> you know? Just didn't like it. Yeah? That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. And the thing is, is, like, we didn't have any personal stake in that. Like, you just kind of get, like, swept up in things that other people say because you think it's funny. And, you know, it's like, and yeah. it, it just doesn't matter at all. I mean, like, I still hate those motherfuckers. For those... <laughs> I mean that is where the cult was. We f- we later found out. Yeah, I mean we 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 knew uh, all along. We knew all along. <laughs> yeah. for those, for so those, something wasn't right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the for those who aren't familiar with our hometown, this we we're talking about a relationship kind of akin to Springfield Shelbyville in The Simpsons. And so. we're 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 referring to the Nexium call, which was very famous in the news this past year. It's a very bad sex cult that was. Uh, that broke like. Four years ago, it's been like right? in the news off and on for like it's it goes yeah. one of the trials. But but, but Josh yeah. is right; it wasn't a year ago. Is is no, all, I'm I'm yeah, not not quite. Yeah. It was in the news. What a, a lot what, a year what ago. Famous, what famous actress was a part of that? That was a whole. Um, Allison Mackey from Smallville. Smallville. Yeah, which yeah, makes it, which yeah. makes it even crazier. Right, because you were a, you were a big Smallville fan. I was a huge up, sm- I, w- I was a huge Smallville fan, and I didn't I didn't have a huge crush on Allison Mackey, 
but I had a huge crush on Kristen Kruk who played uh uh what's her face? The other girl on that show. And I have a very yeah, distinct all two of them. I've got a very distinct know. memory of uh me and Josh hanging out in my computer room and Josh seeing that my like desktop background was a picture of a girl and it was a picture of uh the girl from Smallville and Josh Josh is like you changed your your background to a girl <laughs> <laughs> I have no memory of that. We were both like, you know, 10 years old or 11 or something. Probably, yeah. It was very yeah, funny. That that would have been the height of when we were both really into Sonic the Hedgehog too. Yes. Was yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. I I remember my desktop background picture of uh, Amy. You know, obviously. Oh yeah. And Josh yeah. was like, you you changed your background to a hedgehog. You and know, a girl hedgehog at that. Yeah. And I I remember the time that I walked in on you cranking it to to <laughs> your, your desktop background. There I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> Yeah, well, at least I wasn't from Half Moon, you know. I know. <laughs> I mean, and then I joined you. You know, yeah, it was a fun experience. <laughs> well, you know, it's you're you're young. You know, that's how kids you figure things out. You know, yeah, we were back exactly. to back, so it was fine. Yeah, we 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 couldn't see any. We we didn't see. We anything, were back to really. back, so it was yeah, it was yeah. fine. It was fine because we were back to back. We were it back was to fine. back. It was fine. If anyone like turned around or well, that would have been no one turned around. No one no turned one around. Did. I didn't turn around. No. I I was looking at the TV. He was looking at the desktop computer. And it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. What uh what what was this before? What uh, were we talking a po- about? This is a, po- we, this uh, is a podcast about uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We we were specifically talking about uh, say I'm mistrusting hobbits from other places. There we go, and it makes perfect sense that that would inevitably lead to the tangent where Connor and I are talking about the time when we were cranking it back to back. Yeah, we, we were almost too, gone. We were fine. almost away from that, and you just yeah. steer us right back. No, but into the, but it. the thing is, is like now I see it. Like now I see the 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 clear progression yeah. from from that. You see this. the path. You see the the path. You drove the our, our little car. Of, yes. Yeah. Of point A to point B, and yeah. you know maybe we were assailed by black and riders then, in between there. But I, I get it. You know you're doing donuts, and I want to keep going. Towards... <laughs> <laughs> don't don't blame me. Blame Connor. All right. I mean, I mean Josh. Josh brought up Nexium, so that's true. Josh, you brought up the sex cult. I just said cult. Yeah, but we knew which cult you yeah, were talking I mean, about. It, it it cult, but I honestly, I honestly cult. did not remember the name of it. I just remembered it was the thing in the news a couple of years ago. Yeah, and that, no, I mean it, it. It makes sense. It makes sense. All right. Um, so, anyways. Um, yeah. So, anyway, um, I did have one more note for this the chapter. Lord of the Rings. Uh, when they're sitting down for dinner with the Maggot family household, um, I, I found it funny that there was. Um, uh, uh, 14 for dinner much like yes. the night when uh, Bilbo had all those orbs over right? I, I had the or, same thought or was it was it 14 with Gandalf or 15 with Gandalf I can never remember no no it was 14 with Gandalf because there's 12 dwarves right oh Plus wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute it would have no 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 wait 13 13 was the unlucky number that they for the party Right. So th- I think it was actually there were 13 dwarves 
And then Bilbo made 14, which was the whole idea. They didn't want it to be 13. And, and Gandalf wasn't officially part of the party, yeah. though. Yeah. Got and it. Yep. That's, I, that's you know, remember when they were, when Gandalf was talking to, uh, what's his face, the other guy that they stayed with? Bjord. Yep, yep. Um, oh, excuse me. Bjord, when, uh, you know, he, he kept on, like, underselling how many people were, were, were with him. <laughs> The number they landed on yeah. was, was fourteen. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That were with. That was him, a good. Right. That was a good part. I really like. You know, I kind of forgot about that, but I like that whole conversation. That was very funny. Yeah, that, that, yeah, well, that was, it was a great. Fun bit. to read. Absolutely, a little tedious, but it was fun to read. That was like a really um, classic, uh, classic bit. Like you'd see that in like a fucking like a Three Stooges movie. Yeah, or something. absolutely. Oh, did I did I say three? Yeah. I meant to say five. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who's some good shit? Yeah, Three Stooges, but I—that's but that's more what I meant, actually, Josh. Yeah. It probably really isn't like Three Stooges at all, but like that 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 kind of like idea. That's sort it's of like thing. a you know, yeah. it's it, it's like a who's on first kind of style. Yeah, yeah it's like a, it's like a era, who's on first era, kind who's of on first esque. Yes, you know, as as they say. What the fuck? Where are we even? By the way, what I'm drinking tonight. Um, Tony got me this uh, make your own whiskey kit which you know you still have to buy alcohol so i bought um <laughs> vodka and then like you put in a bunch of like wood chips and whatever like it comes with just shit to like flavor it and then i left it just sitting on top of my fridge for like three weeks and now i'm drinking it and it it's still it, it half tastes like vodka and there is like half whiskey taste like it is there but it's 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 still also vodka supposed to age a bit more than a few weeks well that's what but i was just following the directions okay but you, i mean uh, do you excuse me do you remember the the old show dave the barbarian has the meme of uh i, I do know of it i don't the, know any memes about it but i remember the show there's a meme that floats around every now and then dave thinking quickly dave built a megaphone using nothing but a squirrel a piece of string and a megaphone and yes. that's what i'm thinking of when you're with the whiskey thing it's like you made whiskey using nothing but wood chips a bottle and some alcohol <laughs> no that that's exactly what it's like um and even in the directions it says like you can just buy a different whiskey or bourbon and and follow the <laughs> steps to like make it taste differently and i'm like why would i do that i'm like if i have to buy alcohol anyways i might as well buy a different kind of alcohol so i tried the vodka but um you know vodka is a really strong flavor so yeah Hard maybe, to not make it taste like vodka. Maybe try a, something that's a little easier to mix into other things. Yeah, like Mike's sure. hard. Something that's I don't, unflavored. I don't think that would <laughs> The point is, the point is really what I was trying to say, because yeah. we were talking about is jacking off up? the hedgehogs and, and this yeah. and that, you know? Yeah. Is is that, um, yeah, I'm drinking. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah, we noticed. But it's not and just me who's keeping us here, Josh. It is not just me, you know. I'm not going to shoulder all the blame here, but I just figured I'd mention it. I'm on my, I mean, I'm on my second Dr. Pepper and cream soda, zero sugar. Wow, no wonder. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Did we, ever, did we ever talk about the Cheers of the Kingdom gameplay that came out? Was that only last week? Um, it was only last week, and I think we did briefly we did briefly talk about it, like the weapon fusing and stuff. Okay, yeah, 
the the only reason I'm thinking of it is because the Dave the Barbarian meme came up from came up most recently with that. Birth is wow. Okay, now now yeah. who is going in donuts and well, I'm trying to get us away from and, other things. So and this and that, you know. Are we just gonna talk about Dave the Barbarian all night? I mean, all I really remember is that meme and a couple other quotes, but that's about. I remember the theme song. Yep, the, good the song. theme song still stuck in my head. Yeah, I so. didn't like that show. Well, that's why you're wrong. <laughs> no, I mean it wasn't a good. Sh- I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna. Even though I remember it, I'll back up Connor. Like it wasn't. I don't think it was good. I don't think it was a. But I remember fantastic it. show. I remember. I remember enjoying it as a kid. I I don't know if I'd enjoy it so much today, but I'd probably love it out of nostalgia. Hmm. Um. I think the anyway. last thing I want to mention about this chapter is that. I liked uh, Mr. Maggot in the end. I liked that he's kind of talked up yep. as like, um, you know, the the old curmudgeon, and you better watch out for him and stuff. But then, like, it turns out he has a heart of gold and all that. Like, yeah, yep. classic really classic. Trope. Exactly. He's with a basket turns out to be full of more mushrooms for them. And yeah, yeah. Like they, have, mean, they have a sense of humor about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's super well worn. Like, uh, yeah, characters but done, done uh, so ideas, well though. But, like, yeah, but just yeah. I was like, damn, I really like Mr. Maggot. Like, good for you, man. Absolutely. I was worried that that a black rider was gonna kill him. You know, <laughs> like at the end when oh, when you hear the hoofs, and I'm like, oh my god, is it? I really didn't know that it was Mary. So I was like, oh my god. But you isn't know. that great that that like you know they, they built up this character and like fleshed him out so well in just one chapter that if he was killed he would have been sad like that's yeah that that's a yeah. really good example of like I mean you know character building and in a short amount of time there's yeah a lot of story left if we ever came back and found he was dead that would that would suck yeah absolutely yeah we'll see yeah I mean if if Mister Maggot gets turned into maggots yeah you bet your ass I'll be sad. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is there anything else we want to mention here? Or should we go on to chapter five? No, I think that's all my notes. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'll, I, I will say, I, I think it's a little funny that I, we, I went from, I do not want to eat any produce from far, from a farmer maggot to, oh, I kind of like this guy. I hope he doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. That's character growth. Oh, and another quick thing. Um, the last week I, happened across a meme or not quite a meme, but a, uh, like, did you know, movie fact about the actual Peter Jackson fellowship of the ring movie. There's actually a line that alludes to the title of this chapter, a shortcut to mushrooms. So we may want to look out for that when we're, uh, eventually watching that movie someday. Yes. I would not want to miss out on the line that alludes to the chapter title, a shortcut to mushrooms. <laughs> it just, it was interesting. And the fact that it, we happened to come across, that uh, that chapter, like a couple days later, just made it stick in my mind. Mm. Yeah, I see. I've had a few coincidences like that lately. There's a song that showed up on the radio, and then it showed up in another show. Mm. That I was watching. It was, but like in a meaningful way. And I can't remember what it was now. But it's like, huh? What are the odds that that would happen like today? Was it in Hitchhikers? What are the odds? No, it wasn't Hitchhikers. It was, it was a rock song. God, I can't remember now. Anyway, that, enough tangents. Let's go to the Conspiracy Unmasked. Yeah, Conspiracy Unmasked. Um, so they make it. They're on the other side of the river. Um, they look back and they see on the dock that uh, the, the Black Rider is there. 
and like Josh mentioned, is sniffing. I think the word that Tolkien even uses is snuffling around. Um, I really think he drops the word snuffling in here somewhere, because I was like, yeah, I okay. Think, I, I think you're right. Um, and so, yeah, Mary's like, hey, what uh, is the deal with that guy? And then they, they're like, okay, you know, we'll tell you all about it, but we got to get to Frodo's new house. I don't see snuffling anywhere. Well, it just, it just says, uh, oh, I'm not right? saying, I'm it's not, not saying it's in that specific part, Josh, but it's in our somewhere ground in regards to the black rider sniffing. I believe you will find the word snuffling. I think Josh somewhere might, in these, Josh might there. have a different copy than us, different version. Of Maybe my different. could also have a different copy. Yeah. We might have the snuffling edition. Yep. I think so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they, they make it to Frodo's new home, um, and it's already, like, everything's unpacked and set up. Mary even has three baths for them that are that are done. They make dinner like they are prepared. Yes. They all bathe together. They have second dinner. Let's talk about the bathing together. They all bathe together, all three of them. <laughs> And, and I, was, I will I was tell you, about that. it gets pretty rowdy in there. Yeah, it gets I was pretty rowdy in there while they're while while they're washing their their bits. You know, there there's I mean, a splash game going on. Yeah, uh huh. A little bit of friendly. Do you, think, do you yeah. think? Let's let's imagine we all made our way through the woods and we were almost. Um, you know, assailed by someone who we don't know what their intentions are, but they seem to be really cruel. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we make it to safety. And then someone says, I got three baths for you. Do we bathe together? No. There's three baths. Do we do it, boys? I, 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 would, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I would be opposed. I think it, would, <laughs> I think it could be fun. Because the thing is, Josh, it's not like it's one bath that we're all in. There's no. three separate baths right. in the same room. No, I I got that, but I, I no. What? No. What's what's no, your issue no. with it? Privacy, mostly. Okay. Um. I mean, you could still like we could look away when when you're when when you show off your giblets. If <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're worried about. Those cream sodas are fucking you up tonight, man. <laughs> yeah, they're strong tonight. Made them strong. It's crazy. Ugh. Yeah, yeah that's, I. Uh, that's just my answer. I'm not. I would be against. Okay, so if we ever did like, like we finish reading and we want to celebrate and do like a Hobbit party, yeah. where we do like we only eat mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> we do, you know, yeah. be funny, right? I don't <laughs> eat mushrooms either. No, that's right. We I only am. eat mushrooms and we run around the woods all day and then we <laughs> go home and <laughs> we all take baths together. Um, I'm down. I'm down. That would be awesome. You wouldn't. You wouldn't wanna. Because it feels like it's only gonna work if it's the three of us. You know, it would it's have, like to, be, it would have to be the three of us. Yeah. Well, I'm out on the mushrooms. And I'm out on the the bath, so I can only really run around the the forest. Well, hey, we'll let let's we'll we'll give you because we we'll, we'll we would do this after finishing the three books. So we'll give you until we finish the last. Lord of the Rings book to think about it, and then we'll we'll ask you again and see if you change. What about what about if we all like wore bathing suits? Then it's just like a hot tub. 
Yeah, but it, but they're but they're baths. Maybe. Okay. That's a maybe. Right. Okay. Okay. That's a maybe. Okay. All right. We're and then we all take off our our bathing suits once we're all in our respective tubs. Yes. Nah. Well. I pull up that old image of Amy that used to be my desktop <laughs> background. <laughs> you know, we just see what happens we next. You know, um, you know, just guys Maybe being that dudes. Kind of you know? episode. Hell yeah! All right, so there's just gonna right. be a there's just gonna <laughs> be yeah, a, gonna a be pause a after right there, that. Yeah. There's just gonna be a pause after that. Yeah, we're just gonna sit on <clears> that. So the point is, anyways, uh, Mary welcomes them in, and and Mary and Fatty um, have already done a ton of work, and um, Frodo's like, how am I going to break the news that I have, you know, I need to go on this, this dangerous journey? And Mary's like, let me stop you right there, buddy. We already figured it out. We already Months have a ago. plan for this. Yeah. We already know about the ring, like really big things. Um, and Frodo's like, wow, shit, you guys are like crazy and amazing. And they, uh, they agree that the first thing next morning, they are going to set out as a group, uh, minus Fatty. Fatty is not coming with them. Yeah. Oh my god. He is not coming with he, them. He doesn't say that this is the reason, but I I imagine that it's because he heard from Bomber how tough it was for him going on an adventure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because of yeah. his size. But he's he's going to sure stay behind. He's going to stay behind and a because he has no desire to leave the shire uh or to see what's beyond it. Um and he's also just going to like keep up the ruse that uh Frodo was living in at Crick Hollow, which is the name of this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he even brought along some old clothes of Frodo's to help him in playing the part. He's going to pretend to be Frodo. <laughs> is, is Fatty going to get got by the Black Riders thinking he's Frodo? Maybe. I, yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> yeah, I know, did take, I've been, e- I've been e- eating well note. since I've been living here. <laughs> I did take a note. It says, they little thought how dangerous that part might prove in reference to Fatty oh, pretending to be right. Frodo. You're right. That's that's part, probably why I wrote that note, too. Yeah. So I, I had the same thought, like, oh, like, Fatty's going to die. <laughs> you know? Maybe. Like, Fatty's going to get... Maybe yeah, that's why he's not around in, uh, in the movies that much, yeah. if at all. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, we do not know Fatty's fate as of this point in the book, but I, I do suspect that it will not end well for him. So we will see. And the thing is, is that, you know, we were just saying like, oh, man, you know, I really hope that Mr. Maggot's okay. I'd be fucking heartbroken if Mr. Maggot dies. You know, if Fatty gets killed, I'm sorry, but who cares? Yeah, we've we've had very little um, quality time with him. And that, that really does just speak to. You know, Tolkien's continued fat phobia. You know, he doesn't even, you know, guy named Maggot, like, yeah, he'll he'll put in the damn work to make you care about this character. Guy named Fatty, just a joke character. Who cares? Yep. So. Pretty sad. I'm, I'm not saying, like, cancel Tolkien, but 
like yeah i mean you're you're not saying like start a campaign on twitter like to get the hashtag cancel tolkien trending or anything like right and right. to, and to hashtag to have, daddy's revenge yeah no and and like <laughs> you know you don't want any of the like libraries to ban the lord of the rings books or anything like that like you're no, not no 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 you're not pushing no. for that I mean, no. if that were to happen, like, no. I mean, but you're, but you're saying that if like that were to happen, it would yeah. be totally justified. Right. Yeah. It'd be justified. I just, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it yeah. to happen. Yeah. You're, you're, like, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't make it happen. You wouldn't, well, you wouldn't want to be the one to make it happen. I wouldn't want to be the one to yeah. make it happen. Exactly. But I mean, I wouldn't want to take responsibility or do anything about it. But like if, if, if someone else yeah. Yeah. made it happen, then hashtag fatty's revenge, hashtag fatty's revenge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to take, yeah. to, to take take down Tolkien to stick it to like the Tolkien estate, you Make know, it because a big of movement. Tolkien's like blatant fat phobia, you know. I mean, we're just saying that it would be justified. Yeah, uh, but we wouldn't do it. We we're not going to be the ones to do that. No, 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 no. Not we, our we style. wouldn't do it. And and not just because you know we're lazy. Um, it's also because we don't actually have any integrity. <laughs> or motivation or you know or morals we or, just, or we're, so we're just at, like we're kind of like anti-cancel culture you know like, <laughs> <laughs> just like so fucked up that they fucking arrested the president today you know like, <laughs> can you believe it yeah <laughs> ultimate oh my god if anyone's gonna have fatty's revenge it's gonna be oh, him so <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, this podcast, this has been like our first one where it really feels like it's all over the place. Like yeah, we are yeah. just you totally off the rails. <laughs> this has just been, what? and it's it's funny because you know these two chapters. I was like, oh, these are shorter. Like, what are we going to talk about? Turns out, whatever the fuck we want uh, tonight. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I noticed that the every, when everything goes all over the place, it's usually when you have some sort of alcohol in your hand. Hey, that cannot be true because I'm almost drinking every podcast. That's a good point. So, it's when you have the strong stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it doesn't help, Josh, but um, I do usually make it a point to have a drink or so. On, yeah, he he's a man that likes to imbibe. Yeah. Like Sue and Bob every now and again. I'm I'm like a hobbit in that regard. But um, yeah. it's just funny because I feel like last podcast, like me and Josh were like trading back and forth, note for note. Oh, I thought this. I had this. What about this? There was so much to talk about. And now we're just like doing you ever jack in the woods. You mean a hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> like like that's that's <laughs> You never know what you're gonna get with chapter jumps. And- <laughs> One week of in-depth discussion and <laughs> literary critique, or you know, just talk about <laughs> jacking off and sex so, yeah, calls. They, uh, oh my god! So, yeah, they uh, they they say goodbye to Fatty and they uh, they get up in the morning. Oh no! Yes. Sorry, no. Frodo has a dream. They go to bed. They go to bed. They Frodo go to bed. Dream. You're right. Frodo has a dream. That's where it ends. Where do we go from here? What do we discuss? What do we want to say? What's going on? I, I've guys? got one question I, for you guys. I, um, how old is Mary? Because at first I was like, he's he he feels like he's older than the rest of them. But then I'm like, maybe he's not. Maybe he's a sick. Well, Mary was younger. Yeah. Good point, Connor. I think he does sort of feel that way, and maybe it's because he's given this role to like go on ahead and do all yeah. this work. And, 
but he's definitely younger. He's younger. He's definitely yeah. younger than Frodo because when he's talking about like how he learned about the ring and this and that, he was like, "Oh, Bilbo trusted you. Like you were always his favorite, and you know he told you all these stories because you were older." Frodo was the oldest. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mary and Pippin are definitely younger than Frodo. I think Frodo is the oldest out of all of them, including. I guess I don't know about Sam, but it, it just I do think yeah. that Frodo is the oldest out of this group. Yeah. Yeah, because because I mean, especially in the beginning when we kind of are first introduced to him, um, the way that Mary and Mister Maggot were kind of going back and forth, I was like, I I. I got the impression that they were like the same age right but uh but then i'm like i mean and, and honestly i was like well in all the pictures of like the lord of the rings movies i've seen there's four guys and they all look like the same age or around the same age so i was like okay yep. i'm probably wrong yeah, yeah. I, I think they're within a decade of each other yeah right which in hobbit years is like i think really only like two or three years anyways yeah pretty much yeah, the same about age. our age spread yeah. Yes, it really is. I think it's about that in Hobbit years. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I so mean, Josh Connor's so. already thirty. Like he's in the thirties now. Like we're we're closer to to like the same age bracket as <laughs> as each other. Connor is in a different one. He's, he's no, 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 no. That that's the exact point. That Josh is making the exact point that that's right. That no, we, I'm the three I'm saying, of us. You're close enough. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying you're beyond ten years in Hobbit. <laughs> you're, you're not... that much you're that much older than us no 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 this is fucked up this is fucked up I'm not gonna stand for this I'm yeah, just that, that's it. just how it is I don't know cause they even talked about when Frodo turned 33 that was like his coming of age ceremony which is you know probably more analogous to 18 or 21 if we're talking about coming of age right I mean, honestly, because this book was written in the 50s, it could even be more like 16, you know? 13. But I feel like when we get to the point where we get to the point where Frodo is like 50 now, I'd say he's he's probably closer to like 30. Mm. I'd say he's like my I'm just calling you old. I'm just saying that you're very old. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that does make you sound like Pippin and Mary because they they call Frodo old too, and oh, it's yeah. like, come on, true. I think they call him like old Mister Frodo or some shit. Whatever. It you know it doesn't matter. I can't wait until you're fucking thirty. I cannot fucking wait. It's not long now, buddy. You don't have long for this world. Your days are literally fucking numbered. So I mean, you make all the jokes while you still can. It's gonna be a long year. It's gonna be a long, slow rest of the year. <laughs> it's gonna be a long, long year. Wow, that was good. We all know what I'm doing there, right? Yeah, Scrubs. Connor, the musical. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So this dream Frodo had. I really couldn't make heads or tails of it. Yeah, I was wondering what the the white tower represents. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have any notes on the dream. Although I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> form a white tower. Oh, I wonder if this is the city 
that I know of from the movies. Maybe. Um, could this be a pre- so? I wonder if it's a premonition. Uh, but it also mentions a sea, and I don't remember being a sea at that that particular city. So. Hmm. Um. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't get too caught up in you know details. Um. Well, not details, but like you know things that we don't necessarily know about. It is simply an uh, ominous warning. I, I thought it was interesting that Frodo mentions that like he has like kind of reoccurring dreams where he hears the sound of the sea, although he's never heard it in real life. That is yeah, pretty interesting. interesting. How, would, how would he know what it sounds like then? Something like bring a seashell to him? Well, right. Like that's, that, and you know, Obviously, in, in our day and age, we can easily write that off. Plenty of things that we've seen or heard that have never happened in our own personal lives. But, you know, in, in this kind of day and age and the kind of technology afforded to them, it's like, yeah, what's up with that? Of course, Middle Earth is like magic and bullshit. So <clears throat> it's not, not necessarily weird. And dreams are always kind of written to be, um, you know, I like the word that you use, Josh, you know, like a premonition. To, you know, dreams and storytelling, obviously, you know, hold importance. So um, I do think it'll be worth, like, keeping in mind and coming back to, but I didn't really have anything else to add in that regard. Um, so what did you guys think of uh, the revelation that, like, they all pretty much knew Frodo's plan? When I saw the chapter title and it was Conspiracy Unmasked, I was expecting them to learn more about the Black Riders, honestly. And like what they yeah. were trying yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same. But the fact that it was this is the reason that Sam was hiding in the garden while uh, uh, Frodo and Gandalf were talking about the ring. Like it's the reason he was up close. That, that that's a better payoff than I expected. Yeah, I I mean I I still think he's kind of a buffoon, but I I thought he was just a buffoon that was just like oh right. like just eavesdropping. No ulterior motives. Yeah, yeah, but um. I mean, it's 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 honestly kind of fucked up. I thought Frodo took it very well, you know, just kind of yeah. chiding chiding him um, in, like, in good fun. But I mean, he's a good spy, you know. Yeah, and, and probably the most betrayal esque thing that he's ever done to Frodo. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no voice play. Yeah, I liked the uh, kind of the twist because I had the same thought as you know you, Josh. Thinking that the conspiracy unmasked, I was even thinking like, is this in reference to Frodo having to tell the truth, you know, oh, and having yeah. to like tell the group like they've sort of been secretly in on a plan that they didn't agree to, you know? And so it is kind of a funny twist <clears throat> that it's it's Frodo, and I guess like by extension the reader who's been kind of duped. Um, bamboozled. Yeah, absolutely bamboozled, completely um, befuddled, even. So yeah, I was um I thought yeah, I thought it was a cool a cool twist. I was um a little blown away at first when Mary's like, "We even know about the ring." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, like they know Bilbo has a magic ring, like no big deal, whatever." And it's like, "No, like they know it's the one ring to rule them all." And I'm like, "How?" And then that's when they get into the explanation that, you know, Sam gave them that information after Gandalf had explained it, so right, um, but but, but they're aware. Uh, I'm sorry, Mary is a nosy little shit and actually knows why the ring is the reason Bilbo was disappearing all the time. 
Because mm-hmm. he, he saw Bilbo oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, use it to avoid the SBs. Oh, my God. Can we talk about that? Because I have a note saying that um, the Saxville Baggins being referred to SBs, is that supposed to be like coy little like like SOBs? Oh, I, thought, I of thought of that literally like when we were uh, flipping through the pages just now and yeah. the SBs jumped out at me. It's like, maybe. I know it's the Saxville Bagginses, but they just, could definitely be sons of bitches. Just might be. Yeah. Felt like maybe that was a just a cheeky little... Uh, Possibly. You know, thing that uh, that the Tolkien snuck in there. Yeah, the SBs. Yeah. But yeah, my my note there was mostly about Mary just being a nosy little shit who hides in the bushes. <laughs> yeah, you know they're they're cheeky fuckers. They they like to to play around and yeah, just hops in general, I guess. St- stick their noses where they where they don't belong. I I'm uh, still absolutely pissed that they got the fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Not cool. But it's for the greater good. It's crazy because like Amelia um, really needed those spoons. To finish the set, yeah, it, you know, I, I keep thinking like, you know, at the end of the journey, you feel like um, inevitably it's like, oh, you get to come home, but it's like Frodo sold his home; he doesn't yeah. even have Baggett. Yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna be a. Uh, uh, what's he gonna come home to if he comes home? Maybe he won't <laughs> come home. Yeah, maybe not. He seems to think he won't. Yeah, um, but his new uh, home does seem kind of nice too. Yeah, no, it seems like a nice little house that is also a hobbit hole i mean three tubs did he know that there were three tubs when he like why would you buy a home with three tubs in the same room is really more the question i ask just for occasions like this when you got two of your buddies hanging out with you yeah, just, you want to jump just, in the tub just three bo- bros you know yeah jumbo yeah. wumba tub thumping together you know it's exactly like... maybe that's what that's what tub thumping means maybe <laughs> It's also a Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah, that's the origin of tub thumping. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were we saying? The Saxville Baggins is oh, um, the ring. I I guess oh, and Mary, Mary spying on Bilbo and all that. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool detail that um, Mary had secretly read Bilbo's book. Oh yeah, and then Bilbo took the book with him or something. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but I liked that just in the idea that, um, you know, Tolkien is bringing in the, like, the framing device as part of the story again. Yeah. Just, you know. So it's sort of like Mary's read The Hobbit. Like, that's kind of what Tolkien is saying. It's like, you just got done reading The Hobbit. Yeah. This character's read it, too. Um, There's more to it than that. But, like, it's just funny that he, he keeps, you know utilizing that idea like it's not just like a passing framing device for him it's like part of the text you know so will mary become the uh voice of the reader throughout the book maybe Uh, you know if you were paying particularly close attention reading through the prologue there are some interesting things you might be able to glean from some of these characters um but hey Who's to say? It's been, a few, it's been a few weeks, so those details have leaked out of my mind at this point. That's okay. I don't even remember it specific, super specifically enough to mention, but Mary or Pippin are definitely mentioned in it. 
Um, I do remember seeing their names there, yes. Yeah, we get, like, their full names before we're introduced to them, like the Mariotic and Peregrine Took and all that. Like, um, they are referenced and talked about in the prologue. And I do think some of it has to do with, like, record keeping. Like, their names are dropped when it comes to, like, chronicling the story that we're reading. So, yeah, it, it may kind of turn into that. But they... You know, Tolkien's very much aware of, like, not only telling his story, but, like, but that he's writing a story, and that you're reading a story, and that, like, um, he's he's very interested in, like, taking the fiction that he's writing and working it into the real world, taking the actual book that you're reading and making you think about it as something that is more than just a book that you're holding. I, I definitely expect to see that idea crop up more and more as we as we read on. Um, honestly, the only other there's only one other note that I had here. We talked about the sack. Literally, I had three notes here: the Saxville Baggins SBs, like sons of bitches. That's literally my note. Sons of bitches. The th- the the fact that um, there's a line kind of discussing that. Choo-choo. Everything all right? I actually thought those were like fireworks or something. That didn't sound like the train. That was weird. Huh. It sounded Anyways. just like a train to us. Well, you're not here, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Do, do you know what a train sounds like, bud? <laughs> I, Have you always heard of fireworks? I hear one every eight minutes of my life, dude. You, so you think that's all, like, every eight minutes, so you think it's fireworks outside? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like Sam. I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm in dog brain. Everything everything I don't know what it is, it's fireworks. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, the SBs, the, what else? Yeah, the, the SBs um, that uh, Fatty Bulger is probably in danger pretending to be Frodo. Yep. And then... After they eat, like, their fucking 40 pounds of mushrooms or whatever it is that they have, it's, Tolkien writes this line, it says, even Fatty Bulger heaved a sigh of content. And I had to single that out because Tolkien really was like, yeah, even the fucking fat ass, the fucking fat piece of shit, even he was full. And it's like, oh, wow, must have been a big meal. Yeah. Yeah. I do continue to think that's funny. I I honestly believe Tolkien had no like prejudice against fat people, but the fact that this is just a meme now throughout the a through line through our reading of the books, that's yeah. I, I love it too. I, hashtag fatty's revenge. Hashtag <laughs> justice for fatty. Also, we're all pretty slim guys. So <laughs> hashtag fatty ship of the ring. <laughs> you you ever see the like someone animated like a bunch of zoo animals, but they're literally like spherical. They're so fat, and like how that affects their <laughs> lives in the savannah. You ever see the, that gif or video or whatever it is? I, I haven't, but I'm just imagining that. But like the hobbits and the fellowship, <laughs> just, like, just like spheres rolling like across Middle Earth. Yeah, so probably actually, would have made their lives easier. E- easier if Fatty came along. <laughs> Uh, well, if Bomber was any indication, probably not. Yeah, I guess. He'd fall into the magic stream and they'd have to drag his ass through a forest. Yeah. Um, 
So I do have three additional notes off of what you said there that I haven't covered yet. Uh, towards the beginning of the chapter, um, when they're explaining that hobbits have a long passion, have a passion for mushrooms, uh, suppressing even the greediest liking of big people, a fact that was partly explained, a part which part, fuck, sorry, a fact which partly explains young Frodo's long expeditions to the renowned fields of the Marish and the wrath of the injured maggot. Is, was Farmer Maggot injured this whole time? Um, you know, I don't or think is it, so. Or is, it, or is it like the injured party in like a legal sense? Yes, I believe it is that. Yes. Okay. Okay, because when I was reading it, it came across as, wait, did he have like a bum leg or something? What the hell? <laughs> um... Let's see, Mary's a nosy shit. Um, oh, and then we have the songs. And I found... We do. I found the songs in this chapter were actually easier to follow along with than I had previously. Um, in that I could, like, put some semblance of a melody to them. Um, just making sure I got all the notes. Yeah, this is my last note. Uh, but the, the second song in this chapter is actually based off of the dwarf song that started Bilbo and his adventures long ago. Um, which interesting that Pippin would know it. Mary and Pippin would know it. Um, and but Mary I also, might know it because he read the book. Probably and shared it. But where's the melody coming from? It's written. It's written words. Um, on the other True. hand, it's possible that Bilbo sang it at some point. Apparently, he was very fond of singing in well, his later years. Is it not? Um like a classic song that was just interpreted for Bilbo like it's maybe reinterpreted for different occasions or something could be that too I just thought it maybe. was in the lexicon of like songs that they sing like you change happy birthday to have to give everyone you know put everyone's name in there what is maybe. their birthday I mean they, he specifies it as a dwarf song so I, I don't think the hobbits would know it as innately as we would yeah that's birthday. a good point that's a good point um, but I do like the parallels that singing this song at the beginning at what's still the beginning of Frodo's journey, 130 pages in. Um, I just like that parallel with, with Bilbo's journey. Yeah, I agree. Yep, definitely. And so. before you get to your last note, just that, no, that was I like you. Oh, that was your last note. Yeah, but I like you know since you brought up the songs. <clears throat> We spent a lot of time talking about songs in The Hobbit and and um, haven't brought it up as much here. And they haven't been as, like, uh, there hasn't been as much of a focus on it. But, you know, I see more and more. They are cropping up. The ones we have uh, seen tend to be uh, based off of songs in The Hobbit, like evolutions of them, like continuations. Yeah, some of them are. It was kind of funny because even when they're taking a bath, Frodo literally like thinks to himself like, "Oh, this is one of my favorite bathing songs." That Bilbo used not sing. Yeah, right. but even that there's like a genre, like a whole oh, yeah, genre yeah, yeah. where it's like these are the bathing songs. Like if you're taking a bath, you have like X amount of songs to choose from in the bathing category, and this is one of <laughs> yeah. Frodo's favorites. There's not a bathing song. This is one of his favorite ones. So it's you like. They just have a song for fucking everything. I you think know? that you, is a um, that's a niche, Connor, that we 
that maybe we we can fill. I think it's. I was about to say you guys you guys should write a bathing song. Yeah, I I don't I I think that is kind of in that's kind of like an open, uh, you know, win for us. Like like who else is writing bathing songs these days? That's true. Our first one instead of the Black Riders will be the Bath Riders. Ah yes, that's so good, so good. <laughs> There's so many implications based off the fucking conversation this podcast. <laughs> just, <laughs> that title. Just me and my three friends going for a ride in the bath. Yep. Bath to bath. Bath to bath. It's fine. It's fine because we were bath to bath. <laughs> yeah, I could totally find something. It's not oh so weird God. about that. Because we were bath to bath, it's fine. What do you think, Noah? And we'll have but, uh, the uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have the post poster of Amy the Hedgehog on, oh, on the mirror God. in the bathroom. Yeah, but uh, just just that um, you know songs are so like culturally culturally important to hobbits, and that like you know no one ever seems to be like annoyed. You know, like Pippin doesn't start singing, and everyone's like, "Shut the fuck up, Pippin!" Like yeah, everyone's like just like fucking stoked about it. Like they just love. That they break out in a song. It's just a way to, like, show that you're excited or passionate about something. Um, and, like, it's just generally accepted that, it, it like, it's great. It's just normal and it's wonderful. And people just have this, like, extended repertoire of different songs for different things that they're doing. Um, yep. I like that as a part of, like, Hobbit culture. And... Um, like there were times where it felt a little like not necessarily gimmick gimmicky but like it was a little kind of like <clears throat> reminiscent of a musical in the hobbit because you know <laughs> these really serious things would be happening and then the characters kind of break out in a song like i'm always drawn back to when the the goblins show up and they're like we're going to sing about how we're going to fucking kill you it's like you could just do it you know but here um, it, it, I guess it feels a lot more natural. I think Tolkien like intertwines it a little bit better into the worlds. Not that it was like jarring in The Hobbit because like it fits the storybook tone, but I also feel like the singing here feels a little more. Um, I guess a little more in line with like how we think of singing in like medieval times or medieval fantasy and. Mm-hmm. And it's just a cool expression of like the way that the hobbits act in particular. None of the songs have bothered me. I think that's really all I'm trying to land on. And the Hobbit yeah, they, talked a lot about it, but I like them here. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I haven't been as bothered with them this time. Maybe well, it's because they're less frequent. Yeah, that's exactly or maybe I it. Could just, or maybe it's because I can actually get some semblance of a tune this time around. I think they're just used. Probably more my problem. They're but. used more sparingly, and Josh is getting better at uh, creating <laughs> melodies to accompany them. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Connor, didn't get a lot of thoughts on you for this chapter. I guess I wasn't sure if you want to add anything. or um, you, you did talk a little bit in the beginning of it, I but like I, I wasn't I, sure if you want to add anything. Here. I feel like I had something that I was going to bring up, but I, I forget now what that was. Um, but we can save that for next time if it, if it comes back. All right. Yeah, um, I guess just wrapping up here, like I thought it was... I thought it was like really funny that um, Mary and Pippin and Sam formed a conspiracy together 
to like protect Frodo or watch over him because they know that he has this like crazy burden and he's been he's been acting in such a way that they they fear that he's going to leave just like Bilbo. Mm-hmm. And like I like that what it boils down to is, you know, they're such good friends. Not only can they read Bilbo or sorry, Frodo so well that they they kind of get this this vibe. But also um they don't just sit back and do nothing, you know. This really demonstrates to the reader like the lengths that they'll go for their friendship. And something tells me that is going to be important as they continue through this journey. Like it really establishes like this is the bond that these characters have and they really value each other's relationships. You know, this isn't like a a gang of like teenage kids where they're all ribbing each other and they're like, oh, you're a fucking loser. You know, like they are not afraid to just be like that, you know, to, to express that they, you know, love and care about each other and, and want to like support each other. And they're like, Frodo, we're not just going to let you do this, you know, incredibly dangerous thing by yourself. Like we're here to help you. And I, I like that that idea was like translated through yeah. this chapter as we kind of set up you know, they're the rest of their journey. That was also a classic, like friendship moment, like your friends yeah. coming through and having your back. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, we, we leave the chapter with, um, with the dream, right? We do. Yeah. Yeah. So part of me thinks like Frodo's gonna like wake up early and then just like ditch on beat. Like it's, <laughs> it's seriously better if I leave alone. I'm, I'm so scared from this dream or something. I don't know. Yeah. That was my thought. Mm. Yeah, I wonder how far he would get. Yeah, I mean probably not that far. But Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean I, I uh I'm I, I am excited to to leave the Shire. I Finally. wanna know what um Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? We could have we could have two more chapters just yeah. dicking around yeah, that's in the fine too. thing or something. That's fine yeah, too. We'll see. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited for what's to come. I I I really feel I you know I feel like I don't know, uh, uh you know a lot of what's to come. I feel like in the Hobbit, it, like it it was more signposted, mm-hmm. really. Like like they had a a pretty straightforward quest. They um, left the Shire in like the span of a paragraph. Yeah, yeah, and and they uh, they, they went they were like three months out in the span of a page. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But here it's like you know you kind of just have a vague play by play. Yeah, you it's it's kind of a more like it, it you know in some ways it feels like it's it's more of a hopeless situation you know because with with the dragon they're like oh there's no way we're gonna you know beat the dragon but like what's the worst case scenario like we just turn around or whatever um, mm-hmm. and here it's like well this guy's gonna fucking like come back from the dead and like enslave everybody you know like yeah like yeah it, like the stakes are a lot higher definitely yeah, yeah definitely and um by the way it's worth mentioning where is gandalf yes yes yeah. oh i think that's i think that's what i was gonna bring up um yeah because because that is a point of conversation where they're deciding to um when to leave yeah. Uh, Frodo does does play around with the idea of sticking around for a day to see if Gandalf does show up, um, but uh, I mean, obviously, we have Fatty there to, to tell him <laughs> where, they, where they went if he comes looking. Uh, yeah, yep. But yeah, thank he, God for Fatty. I know, for real. 
but he is yet to be located. So, so that that is quite concerning. I don't know. Um, I, I I hope he's okay. Hope that old coot is okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that uh, Tolkien is like keeping that idea rattling around in in our brains. You know, Frodo's like, okay, you know. You said you'd be here on my birthday at the latest, and it's like past that, and like I'm being hunted by mysterious black-robed figures, and <laughs> what if Gandalf is one of the black-robed figures? We're we're about to leave and <laughs> set Gandalf. out into like unknown territory. Gandalf it's... finally snapped and just loves sniffing the ground now. <laughs> yeah. um, it's gonna be his birthday next year, I bet. He's like, oh, I thought you said fifty-one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Gandalf went out for a pack of smokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, to your point, Josh, Gandalf um, does have at least one other example of mysteriously wearing a robe and not being easily identifiable. So You're right. When True. Uh, he was carrying the Arkenstone. Right. So for all we know, maybe he's just keeping them on their toes. Just, all right. Just snorting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a real 80s guy. Um, all right, Connor. I, it sounds like we're good here, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not as much right. to cover this time around, but also no, still, yeah, I'm, still I, managed to talk for a while somewhere, somehow. Yeah, I don't I don't know what we filled the airtime with other than book discussion. It feels like, you know, we really had our nose to the grindstone. So it was I, don't, mostly I don't know. The, yeah, it was mostly book discussion. Everything I don't really, know what else. Every word uttered was relevant. I don't know what else we talked about <laughs> today. But, um, yeah, well, no, the, these two chapters were cool feels like it, it further like sets us up to be like okay like now we're really ready to continue i'm definitely looking forward to uh, what we get next sorry connor absolutely take us out so if you do want to uh join us on our adventure through hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy you can subscribe to our patreon patreon.com slash chapter chumps uh, you all also get access to uh help us decide which books we read next um, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you can do that at Chapter Chumps on both platforms. Shoot us an email about all of your uh, your grievances. We are at ChapterChumpsPod at gmail.com. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you doing? you got to subscribe, baby. you got to freaking subscribe. Uh, but until next time. Mushrooms. Get the uh, hashtag Fatty's Revenge going. I want hashtag Fatty's Revenge and hashtag Justice for Fatty. Let's uh, cancel. Let's also let's hashtag trending, trending by next week. Let's cancel so. that fucker. <laughs>